Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hey, Anna. Doing? <sighs> Not great, unfortunately. What's up, dude? Ooh, Just kidding. <laughs> Cause we are at season Ooh. five of Below Deck Mediterranean. I've never been more excited. <coughs> Sorry. I smoke too many cigarettes to sing like that anymore. I think they're going to call that the moment when Anna lost her mind. (laughs) If only you knew. I'm so excited to get to season five of Below Deck Med. Honey, we're on the last. only I knew. Who about what? You don't know much about me, dude. Because I know. Sorry, who is this? My name Nick. Oh, sorry. I wasn't aware. My name Nick Turner. I'm so excited we're just going to get right Main into host. it because I'm about to pee myself with pleasure. Can I tell you I've already watched three episodes and I don't feel great about it. I just couldn't stop watching it. That's fine. It's so good. I mean, like, you're fired. No. Mm, can't help you. Well, well, then what's fine? Why would you say that's fine? No, I said, I said you're fired. 
This is my only source of income. The $7 I get from this every week is my only income. I know. And it's so unfortunate we have to fire you. Well, bye. (laughs) Could you imagine I just got rid of you? Please. Please. I thought you said this was your only income. Doesn't matter, Mm. bitch. Guys, we have come so far. I am so excited. I got to say, guys, Mediterranean is my favorite spinoff. I like it better than regular. I got to say, I remember season one of Med. I hated Hannah. I hated Hannah. Guys, I've come around on Hannah. I'm fine with her. I don't love her, but I think she is a constant source of entertainment. And you know what? She's better than that bitch, Jenna. Sorry to say it, but I have no apologies there. At least she's not a direct bully. She's just a psychological, like, torturer bully. And that's better than a cunt for men's attention bully, in my opinion. Man, I feel like you could do today's episode by yourself. It's and true. You're Nick, gonna. please stop talking. <laughs> no, no. I couldn't. I need your random insights. Can I tell you, I did just get some good news financially. And okay. uh, I'll tell you what. Nothing will put you in a better mood. Okay. What's the good news? I won $100 million. No, I just, um, I, I was on the fence. I was uh, about uh, this project I was working on, and then it just came through that it is happening and good and uh, paying in full. And uh, it's, uh, I'll tell you what, I didn't do it. I went from doing way too much work, uh-huh. feeling put upon, you know, yeah. to feeling like I haven't done enough and guilty. Okay. You know that feeling? That feels great. I've actually never felt before, but I believe you. (laughs) There we go. There we go. That little ray of optimism I get up in the morning for. Okay. You got up recently? It's one. All right, guys. Let's get into it. We are talking below deck Mediterranean season Episode one, baby. And guess what? We're in Mallorca. Ow, fuck my hand. Sorry, I have some hand pain and I just hurt myself. I believe it's pronounced Mallorca. Sure, Mallorca. 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 Spain. Now, apparently, this is a island. Yes, it's an island off of Spain. But it's apparently, according to Hannah, one of the most beautiful islands in the Med. Wow. They have never described one of their locales as one of the most beautiful places uh, in the world. This is the first time, and I'm very impressed. Aren't you? Oh, yeah. Screw you, Amalfi Coast. Screw you, Amalfi Coast. I agree. I hate the Amalfi Coast. Just kidding. Why, why would I hate Amalfi Coast? Well, the Amalfi men are known for their... You know, catcalling, and I know you don't like that. Well, I don't know. That's exactly an Amalfi thing, but why are no, we saying Amalfi? We say Amalfi, right? I don't know. Um, oh, I think, Amalfi, because I'm doing a character. I think Italians in general are known for their catcalling, right? Or is that a stereotype? I don't know. Yeah, I'm no, going- that's where that's where my statement came from, dog. But I don't know anything about the um, Amalfi case. I'm strictly going off my own experience in Italy where men will touch your arms on the street and be like, where are you going, beautiful? And you have to be like, "Mm, to hell. And that's why most Italian women end up learning karate. Huh. All right. So we're in Mallorca, Spain. We start with 
Captain Sandy alone on the boat 24 hours before the first charter. Uh, Hannah arrives first and says Mallorca, again, is one of the most beautiful islands in the Med. And we learn they're on the Wellington boat, which is really big. And it's the first time we're on this boat, I believe. Wow. Yeah. No, I've never seen the Wellington before. It has the biggest hot tub of them all. Yes. It's a huge boat. I believe it's 185 feet. Wow. Yeah. So Captain Sandy says she brought Hannah back because she believes Hannah truly wants to do a good job. And Hannah says yachting isn't a career for her, but it. But she's passionate about doing or about doing a good job and being good at her job. And she's basically doing this until she gets knocked up, which if you guys know, she is currently knocked up. So that's it for Hannah. That, this is a wrap on Hannah this season. She's Whenever I up. hear anybody's knocked up, I always think of Akon's song and I sing it uh, as knocked up. Nice. Okay. She's knocked up, you know. Yeah. Next on board is Hendrigo, a.k.a. Kiko the Chef. And he says he's from Santa Catarina, which is in South Brazil. And his nickname is from a character on a Brazilian show who had these really big cheeks. And the character's name was Kiko. And so I guess Kiko had some big cheeks as a child. So his name is now Kiko. And then when he was a kid, his mom said, Nico, you have some big cheeks to fill. Mm -hmm. You are going to do great things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just put your cheeks forward. If yeah. somebody shoots at you, block it with your cheeks. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Captain Sandy says if she's If somebody like, tries to hit you with an elephant bone. Oh, no. Use your cheeks, Nico. Chico. Use your cheeks. Yeah. So Captain Sandy says she's a little nervous about... Wait, was that her his mom falling in a hole? I think going back to heaven. Oh, okay. okay. We don't know that she's dead. Oh, all mothers are dead once their sons leave the house. Everybody knows that. Say hi to Tanner if you see him. I'm dead. God, fuck Tanner. So uh, Captain Sandy says she's a little nervous. I know nervous. who Tanner's not dating. I'll tell you that much. Aisha? No. Madison. No, that's Colin, not Tanner. Colin. You got the, <laughs> the two idiots from, well, And Tanner. I Tana like Colin. and Aisha. Right, 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 right. I like Colin. He's a stand-up guy. Tanner can go fuck himself. I'm always confusing my two sons, my two biological sons. Uh-huh. So, yes, Captain Sandy says she's a little nervous about the chef because of last year's Mila problem. And she says she doesn't believe paperwork anymore. It's wild. Captain Sandy is such a hardened criminal at this point. Like, she's a mob boss. She started out as, like, your aunt and turned into a mob boss because everyone fucking broke her. Yeah. Uh, And then she's like, I'm not going, no men in power Mm -mm. anymore. Finally, we're here. And guess what? We're queer. queer. Yeah. Well, (laughs) Malia arrives next, and she's the bosun this season. And she says she doesn't want to get into any fighting matches or boatmances this season. She says she's grown up a lot and has gotten some sort of captain license and is more serious about everything. And Hannah and Malia catch up and say they haven't seen each other in years because the last time they were working together, there was a lot of tension between them. But now they're okay. A deckhand shows up. And if you guys know... From news, this guy got fired for racist comments, and I believe he's cut out most of the season. Which one? Pete, Peter, Pete, the deckhand who keeps calling himself a unit. Oh, I'll tell you what, not cut out. Well, no, he, he gets cut out later on, apparently. After he gets fired mid season, because oh, he posted. It started airing already. Yeah, it had already started. I believe, like, 
maybe like 10 episodes in, he gets, you start to see his, oh. his part get cut out more and more and more. Like you just see him less because they edited him out of the show. Dude, this dude he is, is so a- funny. I cannot wait. I love it! This season yeah. is better than Game of Thrones. Sure, yeah. Okay, I'll take that. The quality matches the season of the best season of Game of Thrones. For I don't sure. know if you saw how excited I was at the beginning of the season. It's exciting! Yeah, this is the We've been excited season. about this for two seasons. Yeah. All we've talked about in the last two seasons is this, this season. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, this guy, he basically posted a photo of a woman in a black woman in chains saying that, like, when black women, I don't know, something so racist that you're like, why would you ever post this? And he wrote, whatever it said, he wrote, yeah, am I right or something in the post? What an idiot. So now he's mostly known for, in the first episode of this show, as the guy who calls Malia sweetheart. Yes, he calls Malia sweetheart a lot. He refers to himself as a unit because he's like buff. And like he he's, also, like the, it's his situation like name. Yes, he's the unit. The situation, right. the unit. And funnily enough, funnily is not a word. But you do use it once funnily, an episode. Funnily enough, he has the face of a man who has zero, like his his face looks like it has no features. Like it just looks puffy. His face looks like he is uh, Popeyes. Gomer Pyle uh, who yeah. got locked in a gym. Yeah. And there was only protein bars to eat. Right. So he kind of looks like Popeye. He's got the kind of face where if you don't have a six-pack, you will never, never get laid. You have to get a six-pack and take your shirt off, wrap it around your face. Yeah. Then you can get laid. Yeah, he definitely, yeah, exactly. Luckily, I had the face, so I didn't have to get the He has a punch. He looks like his face has been punched a few times as well. Oh, yeah. He looks like an MMA fighter who wasn't trying to fight. Yeah. So Alex, another deckhand, arrives and we learn he's from Boston. And then Lara, the Italian stew, shows up and she says this is her seventh or eighth season and she's worked on about 45 boats and she has also worked as a chief stew in the past. And Hannah's like, oh, great. I hope history doesn't repeat itself like with Bugsy. This woman, and we don't have to get too far into it because there's a lot coming. Yeah. She's a plant. All right, next. Interesting. Okay, well, uh, Rob the deckhand shows up, and I think he's British. I don't know what his accent is. Uh, sure. He talks like this, very monotone, and nothing really changes, and it's a bit mumbly. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It seems like that guy posted something racist, because they're cutting that guy out. Well, they're cutting him out because he talks like this and then doesn't say anything else. Wait, you're not talking about the male model, right? Yes, I am talking about the male model. He oh, yeah. No, like that this. guy. Okay, yeah, that's why I thought he, the guy was cut out because I didn't know who you are talking about. Yes. But uh, no, this guy's certainly not cut out. He is very dry. Yeah, very vampire-like. No, what you mean. He loves is, humor. Yes, I love to laugh. That's how he talks, <laughs> like, in a nutshell. He, There's no, it looks like his vocal box was given Botox. Yes, you're right. I don't know what you mean by that. That's him in a, yeah, you're right. All right. Wow, he so, also doesn't understand me? Yeah. Wow. Well, Jessica, she's the third stew. She says she's worked on four different boats and before coming here. And she says she's had many jobs, including waitress, car salesman, dishwasher, bingo caller, real estate agent, esthetician, nanny, nail technician, and a Hooters girl. Good for you, Jessica. 
And then apparently Jessica and Alex know each other from their last boat. And Alex says she's like his older sister and wing woman and their family. Rob says he finds Jessica extremely attractive. And Pete says he wants to be Lara's Italian stallion, to which I say, gross, Pete, you're a loser. We have our first all-crew meeting. Woo! Captain Sandy says the boat is 185 feet, and it's the biggest boat she's ever run on. But she also has a very high bar and high standards, and she's been very hardened by her last few crews. So this season, you either bring it or you bring it home. And I'm like, yeah, Queen Hall, let me give you a little, a little, uh, uh, what should I give her? Uh, um, Flaming Bag of Poop. Winner's Bell. So we meet the boat ghosts, as I have decided to start calling them, boat ghosts. Chief engineer is Marin. First mate is David. And the boat is so big, honey. We get a second engineer, Warren. Those are the boat ghosts. They work on the boat, but they're ghosts. You don't see them. I'm going to get a sound effect that's now whenever you see the three of them, it's like, because they're a boat ghost. Do you get it? Uh, yeah, no, I got it. I think that uh, ghost sound is pretty universal. Shut up. I mean, I mean, it's copyrighted by Universal, and you owe me money. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you were Nick Universal Turner. Well, I don't work for them, but I am a spy for anybody who wants to sue, and I get uh, kickbacks. Okay, you're a monster. That's what your <laughs> your uh, income joy thing that you were happy about. You got some kickbacks <laughs> yes. for getting someone sued. It was yeah, a lot of work. Yeah, it was we, uh, a lot of work getting them to admit to something and then getting them <laughs> sued. Okay. Glad it worked yeah. out, Nick. Thank you. Ooh. Okay. So everyone starts working on getting the boat ready for the first charter, which is the next day. And Malia tells her deck team that she's been a deck stew, a deck mate, a deck dive. I don't know what that is. And she even spent the summer learning engineering on boats. It's like, try hard much? We get it, dude. You want to work on a boat and be a captain. Like, we yeah. get it, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's like, buddy, Sandy never went to school. <laughs> okay. Do you know that for a fact? No, I bet. You, yeah, I think you have to go to school. Yeah, okay. Huh, weird thing to say. Mm, yeah. So, uh, Pete. She's doing it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, the unit, is named Lead Deckhand, and he says he's been in the industry for 10 years now, and he's been a captain, a mate, and he's currently a deckhand. And he said he got his 23andMe back, and he is a 100% unit, and his face has no features. Yeah, so he started off a captain and then went became a— <laughs> Yeah, he got demoted. Oh, now he's a deckhand. But he yeah. is lead, which if Malia had had one conversation, he would not have been. Yes, if he had been like, unit here, uh, she would have been yeah, like, Yeah, you out. pick me, sweetheart. God, he's gross. He's also only like 27 or 26. I don't know. He's Oh, too- he's got one of those Mike the Situation faces, too. Yes, he looks yeah. fucking beat. Sorry yeah. to say it. In the stew meeting, Hannah makes Laura second Laura second stew and Jessica third stew. And Hannah says they need to focus on table decor and being really creative with that. And Laura laughs and Hannah's like, don't laugh until after I'm out. And Laura thinks Hannah's really uptight and doesn't have a good sense of humor. 
I personally think that maybe Hannah might already be pregnant. Oh, for sure, dude. Have you seen those cans, dog? We're talking Costco soy, family soy. She about to expand a family. I didn't, I didn't say that, but Peter oh, says. Oh, yeah, but you saw them, right? Plat her, out, plat out, plat, plat out. Her, her, t- her. Pliggity cow. Okay. Sure. Cup and a half, you know, like the movie. Yeah. Cop and a half. Cop and a half. I love it. But cup and a half. Because your titties are bigger. <sighs> great, great. Yeah, this is a great. Yeah, you should keep going with this. Actually, don't. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back, baby. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, Queen. What were we just talking about? Nothing. Let's not continue. So Peter says he is a dad and has an eight-and-a-half-year-old but he himself is only 27 and he and Malia's like, how'd that happen? And he says, it's called knowing a lady for about a week. And she's also, like, what? I'm 45. Yeah. And then she says, he says he was young, dumb, and full of shit. Come. Yes, come. And Peter calls Malia sweetheart. <laughs> That's the saying. Oh, well, he's did he young, say dumb and full of cum? Oh, no, they bleeped it out. You just guessed wrong. Oh, I thought he said shit. I thought I heard him say shit. No. They don't say shit on that show. Okay, well, Peter calls Malia sweetheart, and she's not impressed. He's like, all right, sweetheart, we do it this way. And she's like, okay. 
But she's only saying that in the ITM. Yeah. She's not saying that in the moment. And She'll I'm wondering. call it why. out eventually. Like when that dude called Captain Sandy, Sandy, the first time she's like, I'll tell you what doesn't happen. That, you little shit stain. <laughs> and you know what he never did again? That. A little this shit This guy's just stain. calling her sweetheart every five well, seconds. she's still getting her, her, uh. Her no, footing and no, you got to take out. a page from the Italian woman playbook. You got to learn karate. He okay. says it once, you chop him in the neck. Okay. <laughs> she just arrested immediately for assault. No. Chops him in the neck, then he knows. Okay, I hear you. So Cops come, they're not arresting her, they're arresting him. Look at his face. They're like, bail, You think bail, he's bail. never been beat up by Whoa, the cops? Oh, guys, we got ourselves a unit we need to trash. <laughs> guys, it's unit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, apparently he's here in Majorca. In Malatorca. Uh, so, first charter meeting with Hannah, Malia, Kiko, and Captain Sandy. We learn a guy named Chris Harris, who's a Seattle based entrepreneur, is coming on. Were you able to get his likes and dizzy likes? No. That's fine. He's bringing his little sister, Jessica, to celebrate her 29th birthday. Apparently, he owns a bunch of companies, whatever. He's rich. They're bringing all their closest friends, blah, blah, blah. How interesting, whatever. They like meat and seafood, and they want to play with all the water toys. That's all we really learn about them. Now, if Nick was able to get the yeah, likes and yeah, dislikes. He's, he's, uh, he, he doesn't drink. We did learn that. Are, are you sure? Yeah. Bald guy? Yeah. I thought he asked for yeah. a spicy margarita. No. Uh, fuck. Oh, I I think I'm confusing the two charters. Yeah, I, okay. See, that's, why you, that's why you don't watch ahead. That's why you don't watch ahead. I'm sorry. I won't. Oh, can Tomorrow someone call perfect. me a cab? I got to get out of here. Oh, God. I'm sorry. You I should be, it. you useless cunt. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean that. Wow. I was going to say cock or cuck, but then cunt came out. Anyway, you cuck. Kiko says- No, this guy doesn't drink. Okay, shut up. Kiko says- This guy doesn't drink. He he's he's uh, he might have gotten a virgin. No, because she poured it for him. No. Yeah, remember he All said right. that it's really I'm never going to talk again. Remember he I'm said off was- the show. Okay, he said the drink was really strong. You host the show. She's like, wow. He's like- Wow, I'm this just a virgin fan. spicy margarita no, is really that. strong. Yeah, he wouldn't have said that. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> You're useless. Stop watching I'm useless. ahead. I'm Stop. the useless. Stop watching ahead. You're going to finish I took a season. 23 and me and I'm useless. Okay. <laughs> You're a useless unit. <laughs> so Kiko says the only character he, the only charter, not character, the only charter he worked on <laughs> ever was his first season. And then after that, he only worked on private boats. And he says charter boats are much harder than private yachts because you know the owner on the private boats. So you know what they like and dislike. Hannah asks if Lara, okay, this, so Hannah radios Lara and says, have you seen the beer did, the beer, did you see the beer come in with the provisions? But Lara takes that when, like, as, like, have you seen the beer up here? Can you come get it and put it away? So she comes up asking where it is, and Hannah's like, no, I, I asked if you had the beer. And she's like, no, you asked if I saw the beer. And that can be seen as this way. And Hannah's like, okay, well, just radio that to me. And she's like, okay. Uh, and And you can tell right away. Hannah is either going to stab Lara in her sleep or Lara is going to stab Hannah in her sleep. This is too much too fast. This is like Malia levels of incompetence or like not even just like, like it's a new thing that 
I'd never even thought of. I'd never thought of someone pouring out a bag of Tostitos and pouring salsa on top of it, trying to serve it to billionaires. I've never thought of that. And I've also never thought of someone coming in day one, hour one, um, talking back very rudely to her superior in literally every single conversation she ever has with that person. I have never thought of that. Mm -hmm. But do you think at times it's just lost in translation? No. Because she is the most giant bitch of all time. Okay. So I'm not giving any argument, you know, to that. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not entertaining that argument. Okay. I accept. Also, I did watch a few episodes. Okay. So uh, somehow (laughs) they get everything done, most of everything done by nighttime. And Jessica and Rob take a smoke break. And we learn that she's from L.A. And Rob says, I lived in California for a while. Uh, I was a model. And then he says, I modeled for most of my life. And then I got into yachting to take a step back and really evaluate what it is I wanted out of life. And now I have been in yachting for two years and there is more to life than what you look like. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes when some, when someone embodies a character so much, this is like when Tina Fey played Sarah Palin. Like, Sarah Palin no longer exists. I'm sorry. You are this male model. That's how he talks. He's done. <laughs> he He's does, out of there. He enunciates absolutely nothing and he mumbles the whole time. It's yeah. So absurd. I think you're very pretty. Also, I don't even know where his accent is from. Where is he from? Fucking Rob, dude. Um, he's from Sweden. Is he? Yeah. Where is Rob on below deck med from? Can't believe you're looking it up because I just told you. He modeled with Taylor Swift. Ugh. Vesta God. Nope. South Africa. The fuck? Yeah. No, he's from Sweden. I, you can't just say that because you've decided he's from Sweden. He's from no, South Africa. No, because on the next charter, a dude from Ace of Base comes on. No, that's like, racist. We love him in Sweden. That's upsetting. It says he's from South Africa. But okay. how would this show go on if there wasn't at least one crew member from South Africa. They'd have to cancel. Sorry. I don't make the rules. Sorry. So, yeah, whatever. In the crew mess, Peter is creeping on Lara, and she's indulging him, and it's really gross. I didn't care for it at all. Ugh. Malia and Hannah are rooming together, and we learn that Malia is dating a British chef named Tom, and they've been dating for about a year. And we learned that in between charter seasons, Hannah went home to Australia and met someone. And this is the first relationship where she can actually see some longevity and potentially getting married and making babies. And they've also been together for almost a year. But she she says if she feels like if she can't give her job 100%, then there's no point of her being there. And Malia says she thinks Pete will be hard to work with. And Hannah says it won't be smooth sailing with Lara, but at least they have each other to bitch about their crew members in. Uh, and then everyone goes to bed and it's the next day. It's too bad. So Rob wakes up with a bunch of monotone ass dad jokes. He goes, owls are really forgetful. Who? 
who? Actually, I should even say that he enunciates who. He goes, who, who? Then he goes, have you heard the rumor about the peanut butter? I don't want to spread it. (laughs) I just... I don't know where this man came from, but he is not helping the stereotype of like models having zero personality. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Such a fucking weirdo, dude. Whatever. He's funny and he's attractive. So whatever. So the guests are arriving. Hannah gives them a tour of the boat, and the boat is nice. And I was surprised that they can fit 10 people on this boat. That's a lot of room. They have a VIP room and a master bedroom. And then there's like another, there's another room with twin beds and then two more rooms with queens in them. They can fit 10 people on that boat. It's pretty amazing. Hmm. Mm. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Did you hear about the mathematician who's afraid of negative numbers? No. He'll stop at nothing to avoid them. I don't really get that one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not really good at math. Uh, (laughs) I don't know where we're supposed to go with that. (laughs) Why do we tell actors to break a leg? Why? Because every play has a cast. Oh, that one's funny. Nice. Dude, Rob, you're so funny, Rob. Ha, ha, ha. Well, anyway, they're leaving Doc, but Captain Sandy doesn't love that her wing station is inside with a window for her to look out because all the other boats she's on, she's worked on, the wing station was outside so you could look down and see the entire side of the vessel. So this boat is harder to take off the dock because she can't see shit. And Malia's team is struggling with undocking the boat because Alex dropped the wrong line, but somehow they're able to do it. And Pete leaves the bow before he's supposed to, and Captain Sandy tells him not to, and he's like, ugh, ugh. And it's like, dude, just just don't do that. Was that too much for me? Mm-hmm. So Kiko tells Lara he has a girlfriend, back home and she says she's single but she's never been dumped so she doesn't know the feeling and it's like a switch if a man doesn't treat her right then she forgets about him she's like i'm just lucky i guess i was like oh you're letting us know very early you're a monster yeah hardcore yeah worst of all time so Lara's working on the table setting and Jessica's working on service with drinks for the guests. And the guests sit down for lunch finally and the deck crew puts out all the water toys. Kiko says he worked for this Russian boat once and he was, and the boat owner was the godson of Putin. And he thought that this guy's going to be really picky. But really, he just loved the food and he shook his hand and he doesn't know any other plate that could represent his country quite like the moqueca. That he's making for the guests for lunch. Um, he really just uh, rolls over the part where he worked for Putin. Yeah. Yes. Or, you know, one of Putin's oligarchs. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's not cool. Uh, why is that not a secret? Why is that not? Why is that something he says on television? Because he's why, why Brazilian. Is he embarrassed about that? He's Brazilian. He lives under Bolsonaro. I don't think he's like too like. You know, I think he's just used to, like, having a life where you just work under dictators. 
So Kiko's being very slow in plating the food, and the guests are very hungry and antsy. And Kiko starts telling Jessica how, that he learned to cook with the cleaner of his house when he was eight years old. And she was like, come on and make a chocolate cake for me, with me. And Hannah's like, hey, uh, Kiko, you really need to hurry the fuck up and plate the food. And Kiko's like, oh, whoopsie, whoopsie, because he's Kiko and he's really silly. So they get the food out, and the guests do like the food so far, but then Captain Sandy comes out and is like, tell me what you didn't like. And the guests are like, well, the fish uh, was a little slimy. So she goes down to tell Kiko, and he's like, she's like, let me try some. And he gives her she some. She bangs pans around, and she says, you motherfucker! Yeah. These were my friends! Yeah. And now they're all dead. Well, yeah, so she actually tries some of the fish that the guests didn't like, and she's like, oh. That's, oh, no, it's good. That's delicious. Right, sorry. That's delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, before we continue, let's take another quick let's break, take a break. And we're going to yeah. come back and finish this episode. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. So the guests are jumping off the boat and playing with water toys. And Pete says he started yachting at 15 years old, but he had to finish high school before moving to Miami. It's his first time in Spain. He didn't even realize that he was on an island until he looked at his Google Maps and was like, oh, I thought I was on like mainland Spain. And I'm like, you're dumb, Pete. 
That's how I found out they were on an island. Yeah, you looked at Mallorca. That's the only way I remembered they were on Mallorca. Well, Hannah decides to keep Jessica on service because she needs the support, and she thinks Lara just gives her way too much attitude. And Lara keeps asking Hannah about their schedules because she says she doesn't deal with it well with the lack of schedule communication. And Lara says one of the boats she worked on, the owner would let them do whatever they wanted. And Jessica says she had the same situation as well. And then they take selfies. Jessica's taking a lot of selfies on this boat already. Yeah, she likes selfies. She's a selfie lady. She has an Instagram. I follow it and I look at the selfies. Oh, okay. Well, the guests are all sleeping on the deck while the stew starts setting up for dinner. Pete says Alex is a total unit, but Lara is his. I'm like, oh my God, everyone go fuck yourselves. So the deck crew is working on packing in the water toys. And Kiko says he describes himself as a lover chef and he puts his heart in all his food. He's very rustic like that. Mm -hmm. I hope Captain Sandy ends up with him. With Kiko? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's strange. Mm-hmm. Lara is annoyed because she's being treated as a third stew. And she says, after seven years, you've got things that you prefer to do things like and things that you don't like to do. And she re- really doesn't like to do cabins anymore. And she says this after Hannah asks her to do turndowns right before dinner. And so the guests sit down for dinner service. And the main primary says his steak is dry, but everyone else seems to like theirs. So he lets Captain Sandy know, and she offers to get him another one. So Kiko gets working on it. And she brings out the new steak, and the guest likes it. But back in the galley, Captain Sandy tries the steak, and she says, it's delicious. It's not dry at all. What could he be talking about? And so the second steak he took out, the guest like, you're right. It's not dry at all. I love it. This is delicious. And I'm pretty sure he takes the rest of his food to his room after dinner. What the fuck is he doing with it? In Did there? you not see him like walking with his plate to, to his room? No. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Hannah calls Lara to clear the plates, but there is some radio issue. So Lara doesn't respond. But Hannah goes down to find her and tells her to go help clean. And Lara just goes and doesn't respond, which annoys Hannah. And she's like, you could at least acknowledge me. So she follows Lara and she's like, can you acknowledge me when I say something like, okay, and Lara's, Lara's confused and he goes, oh, whatever. I don't have time. I'm doing the work. I'm doing it. And she's like, you don't have time to say okay. And Lara's like, if you're mean to me, then I mean back. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, my God. So it's a good packs? start. Good start. I'm excited to watch more. I'm, I'm so pumped. Fuck yeah, season five, Med. You have brought me back, baby. Sailing brought me down and I'm bringing it back with Med season five. Yeah, let's do both that with Nikki T's. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about Majorca. Majorca, yes. And get to know our new locale. How mm-hmm. about that? How's that sound? Yeah. Okay. Uh, guess how many people live in Majorca? <sighs> Sixty K. About eight seventy K. Wow. Now that is what I call an island. Island, sorry. Um, it's one of the Billyeric Islands, possibly. What's that? Uh I don't know. Billy Eric? The capital of Majorca is Palma de Majorca. It's the second most populated island of Spain. What's the first? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Byron from Sailing lives on Mallorca. That's insane. Why? 
Why isn't he here? In America? Oh, on the boat? I don't know. Wow. They've got it all. They've got ruins. They've got maps. They've got sculptures. They got food. It's incredible. Oh, my God. Rafael Nadal is from Mallorca. Okay. Well, is that your Are you boat? kidding me? What's the rest of your boat fact? What are you talking about? I'm just talking about Mallorca. Okay, who's Rafael Nadal? Who's Rafael Nadal? He is one of the most winning tennis players okay. of all time. Okay, you are always finding a way to bring tennis into this. Rafa, Rafa Nadal is not. It's all about a, Naomi. He's, I mean, he's a giant international celebrity and has been for over a decade. Yeah, giant international celebrity. I've never heard of. Oh my god. Just because you don't like any refined sports. I like tennis, just I don't know anything about it. I like Naomi Osaka. You do? Yeah, because she's cool and, and a woman of color. Yeah, and what else do you know about her? Uh, She's black and ease. She's fucking chill. She has a sister that's just as uh She's got athletic. a sister that's like her? No, wow. I think just as athletic as her. I think they come from a very athletic family, and I've just stalked her Instagram a lot. It's hilarious. Oh, wow, that uh, it, athlete is from an athletic family. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's not BCN, always the case. Mallorca's biggest nightclub, mm-hmm. has the world's largest foam machine. I bet you didn't know that. No, I didn't. We got to bring foam guy. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. It kind of oh, looked like in the upcoming episodes – Johnny Damon, the baseball player who comes back, look go, looks like he goes to a foam party, maybe, or maybe wow. as another guest. Well, that's probably the, the one. Majorca boasts some of the clearest waters in the Mediterranean. That's why why it's you so ask? Beautiful. The seabed is rich in Posidonia Oceanica seagrass meadows, which oxygenate and clarify the water. Hell yeah, dog! All right. Well, that was a great boat fact. Uh, unfortunately, I have to cut you off here because I do have to run. Okay, bye. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Sorry this episode's a little shorter. Maybe the next one will be longer if Nick shows up to the recording on time, except he was home. Oh, my God. So let's late. just keep recording until the time we agreed to end. Well, unfortunately, I can't because Ooh. I have pressure from other people in my company ah, okay. to show something up to important. something bye. earlier than I was told I had to. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review. Oh, my God. We would love that. You can either just go in, you little press the little five-star, or you can leave a boat fact or just a basic review. Whatever your heart desires, please just help us out if you could. We would really enjoy it. We're so excited for this season. We're really going to fucking bring it. And uh, you can follow me at Anna Hosnia. Nick is at Nick's Turner's. Also, check out our merch on Public. We would love that. We would love that if you could. Thank you. All right, guys. We're out of here. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening.